kids, this is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story that Rob Delaney first shared on the podcast in December of 2010. Here's Rob now with a story we call Cripple Dick. Eight years ago, I was in jail in a wheelchair covered in my own blood. And uh, I was just in a hospital gown, so I was naked underneath that. Both my arms were broken very badly. This one was a compound fracture, and this wrist has since been rebuilt. I was in leg stabilizers, which are like super enforced sausage casings that they put around your legs. They're like really tight socks with metal reinforcement, so you can't bend your knees, because my knees had been ripped open as well, and the bones of them were sticking out through the skin part. And uh, they would wheel me around in jail, and since my arms didn't work and couldn't prevent me from falling out of the chair, nor could I bend my legs so that, you know, I could not fall out of the wheelchair, what would happen with my super robotically straightened legs and my arms that didn't work is I would just occasionally slide out of the wheelchair and fall down onto the floor in jail, and the gown would come up (laughs) in jail, exposing my penis and my testicles and even my little butthole to everybody in jail. And I don't know if any of you have been to jail. In a crowd this big, I'm sure a bunch of you have. You know that you're penis and uh, your butthole are for just you. You don't share them when you're there. And so they would just—they'd be like, oh, once again, and they'd lift me up and put me back in the chair, and then I'd be like, don't go too far, because I'm enjoying doing this all the time. Anyway, I was there because I had driven a car, not my car, uh, but a car, into the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power really fast. Uh, <laughs> I had drank a lot and went into a blackout and went to sleep on a friend's floor just so to get it out of the way. This was the last time I ever drank or did drugs. I went to sleep on my friend's floor and then I woke up, said legally, technically, and, uh, but not consciously, and then was like, time for a drive. And I drove into the DWP because fuck them. And... Uh, <laughs> So after that, uh, the cops, like, you were supposed to be in jail for a while, but the cops were like, go away. And so they drove me home, and they dropped me off at home, and I went, and I just, like, laid face down on my bed like this for, like, 12 hours and just thought about things. And then I had to pee. So I got up to go to the bathroom. I urinated via my penis and what came out of my penis was neon blue and so I got nervous and I started to cry and hyperventilate and I went to blow my nose uh, after crying for you know a few minutes and uh, 
a bunch of bits of glass came out of my nose, like lots of broken glass just blew out into the paper. So I was like, oh, what's going on? And I tore off my hospital gown and looked in the mirror and my body was covered in stickers. So I was like, what are all of them? So to work backwards, what they were, and I didn't know because the hospital, who remembered that, uh, they were anchors for the heart monitors and then the glass was, that was just windshield. And then the P being neon blue was because they had flushed my system, I found out later, with something called methylene blue, which they do to find out if you're dying on the inside from hemorrhaging, which I wasn't, uh, thank goodness. So I found all that out later. But uh, then they called me and they were like, all right, are you feeling better? I was like, no. And they're like, well, we need to come to more jail. And uh, I had a court date and I could either go to rehab or to jail. And I hadn't enjoyed jail. So I said, uh, one rehab, please. And the, the, like, the lowest of like, that wasn't low when I've told you about it before. The, this, the theme of this show being uh, at our worst was I may have been messed up, I may have been legally required to live in a psychiatric hospital, but I still needed to masturbate because I was still a person. And uh, people would ask me, like, how do, you, how do you masturbate? And I would be like, not forever, because I don't need to now, because I've shut that part of myself down. But it wasn't true. And so the way that I would have to masturbate... Uh, now, first of all, I'm wondering what order I should tell this in. I... Uh, Okay, I'll do it this way. Basically, uh, when you masturbate, for example, you're like, well, I guess I'll just bang one out real quick. If anybody walks in, I'll be like, hey, and I'll deftly leap up and be like, I wasn't masturbating, and then they won't think that you were. But <laughs> with this, I moved so slowly, and I was all in braces and shit, so I, what I would have to do is I'd have to go to an, a bathroom, and none of the doors locked, and I'd have to lean up against it, now, and my knees are, are messed up, but I'm out of the leg stabilizers. Then I would tenderly take whatever arm hadn't most recently had surgery out of its little brace. And then I would just kind of very gently, gently masturbate with like the fingertips the way that you would like masturbate a baby if you had to. So gently. And then I'd strap back up and get up and uh, go on my merry way. But the re I did that. Now, I didn't know this, but when you're in rehab, I found this out after the fact. Because when I got there, I was like, I would like to get better and not die. So, but all people there fuck all the time. And I didn't know that you see on the TV shows now that you can go to rehab on television, that there's inter-romances and stuff, which is a bad idea. But I remember being there, and I remember there's this, this meth head girl who was there, uh, who was really sweet, and I remember her fondly, but she was nuts. She was there because her husband and the father of her child had found a videotape of her sucking her meth dealer's dick and was like, well, we need to work it out since we have a baby, so I guess go get healthy. Anyway, um, so, but she was great, and we had a lot of fun. But anyway, one day she had a friend visit her in rehab, uh, and her friend, she was like, hey, Rob, it must be tough to masturbate with all your gear. And I was like, no, it's, I don't have, no. And she's like, she points at her friend and goes, well, my friend Lisa here, she'll suck your dick. And, uh, the girl Lisa, the normal visitor, goes, 
since this is a, a podcast, I'll, I, I just meekly nodded there in a blowjob and a thumbs up to blow sucking your crippled dick fucking <laughs> smile. And uh, so, and I was like, no thanks. And anyway, I point to that moment when I was, because uh, I knew that putting my dick in her mouth would be a just methy blowjob in the wrong direction. And I point to that moment when I refused that blowjob as the moment that I really started to heal. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.